0: or come get a can or a howler at their Canterbury Village location. Not available for anyone under the age of 21. Please drink responsibly. I am joined now by the head coach of the Freeland Falcons. Freeland was on the road tonight against a very good Croslex team. Croslex comes out on top in this one. They were a winner tonight by a final of 41-34. to 34. With me is the head coach of the Falcons, Kevin Townsend. Kevin, this was a tough loss for you guys, but you guys battled back. You were down at one point in this game, twenty-eight to seven, and you guys rallied to tie it up. What were your kids able to do to battle back in this one?
1: But you know, they they just had kind of a uh, an offensive uh, assault going on on us um, through the air and and uh, on the ground, and we um, you know got down twenty-eight to seven, like you said, and um, just kind of just kept trying to keep our composure with it. So we we got a touchdown. Um, with about two minutes to go in the half to cut it to 2014. We knew we were going to get the ball back in the second half, and um, we we uh, kicked off and thought the ball was going to go through the end zone, and the kid ended up catching on about the two. We bottled him up, and I think they played a little bit conservative, you know, buried down in their own end, and they had to punt, and the young man dropped the punt, and we tackled him on the one-yard line, so got the ball back there, punched it in before half, and then we got the ball back, and like you said, we drove right down and scored made it right 28 to uh, 28 all. And then, um, you know, in third quarter, um, they had the wind or they, they they decided to take the wind to their back, and it worked out well for them. Um, you know, they they hit two two plays and scored on us on, on big bomb plays, and they kicked on side and recovered it, which is pretty gutsy um, move for Michael. But you know, just shows that uh, he's growing up as a coach and working on on all three facets of the game.
0: You guys knew you were going to be up against a very talented offense from the Pioneers. What were some of the obstacles they created for your defense tonight? I know you said that they got some big plays against you. What were they able to do to make those big plays result in touchdowns?
1: Um, They really, they they just picked us apart through the air. Um, Our our secondary really um, struggled to to stay in front of them. And then once we were able to, then they started uh, Then they would hit us with the run. And uh, the, the young man for, I think his lesson is Grappy for like just ran, you know, extremely hard for them and, um, you know, bro- broke tackles and things. And, and uh, just had us on our heels all night defensively.
0: Your kids went up against uh, one of the teams that has been tops in division four all season long. I know you're not one to hang your hat on moral victories, but how pleased were you that your kids were able to make a game of this?
1: Yeah, I mean, when you're down 28-7, obviously, um, you know we weren't down like that in Franklin. With it was seven nothing at halftime, and they scored a late one to make it 21-0 and kind of put the game away. But down 28-7, like I said, we easily could have rolled over and died, and battled back and, like I said, uh, you know tied the game up. And so we, when you're not faced with adversity, you know we hadn't trailed, um, but twice, you know, all season. Um, you know, hats you off to the kids for, for just still believing in each other. But we just had no answers to anything that they were doing tonight. Um, defensively, offensively, you know, there were times where we struggled and there was times where we looked amazing. So,
0: I'm glad you brought up the Frankenmuth game because that was a game you guys lost 21 to nothing. You guys just struggled all night in that one to find the end zone and you weren't able to get uh, across the goal line in that one. But tonight, you guys, you rallied. What does that say about the progress that these kids have made since then?
1: again you know we should be getting better as the season progresses um you know you battle some injuries and and um kids step up and replace them you know we talked about that last week with eli murphy um was our fourth string running back and you no know, one scored a touchdown against birch run so it's kind of one of those you know mindsets of the next man up mentality and so you, you kind of create those things as the season progresses you go into a season kind of know who you know maybe your starters are going to be but you're always looking for that was that next group of kids, and I just think you know, this—that's what the nine-game season has produced for us—is has is created depth for us with with some uh, you know different individuals, and uh, and again, you know, maybe it's a, a humbling loss going into the playoffs. Uh, I, I know that the boys really were obviously hoping for a win, obviously as everybody does, but I think Michael, that Croswell was fighting for this win to maybe get a home game, and as were we, and uh, and obviously we came up a little short.
0: What did you say to your guys after the game? Because I know that this was one that you were hoping maybe you could win and really increase your your chances of getting that home playoff game. You know, when you talk to the guys and try to get their mindset now set towards the playoffs, what were some of the messages that you had for them this evening?
1: Just you know, you you have to let this game go. Um, You can think about you know what what they did uh, against us um, and how we're going to create it and, and get better from it. It's not a game that we can sit and dwell on, but it's a game that. You know, possibly it depends on how they draw things. We could see them um, next week or in two weeks. Who, who knows? So um, it's not something to sit and beat yourself up over. You're not going to be able to change what's going on with it. You know, coaches will watch film and break down the things that we need to get better at. But uh, they, you know, they they need to let it soak in and sting a little bit, and then um, we'll go you know, to a selection show on Sunday and enjoy being teammates and enjoy the fact that they actually get to play next week. You know, as as we know, um, you know, half the teams in the state of Michigan seasons ended tonight and. And, uh, and we still get the luxury to play one, at least one more game.
0: I was looking at something last week. I saw the list of some of the schools that played the toughest schedules in the state of Michigan, and I think at least half, if not more, of the teams on that list had their seasons in tonight, but you guys get the fortune of still playing. So that is always the the best part to reflect on as you head home now with this unfortunate defeat but you have a lot that you can be proud of. You guys finished the regular season seven and two, and you guys found uh, so many different ways to win ball games each week. How proud are you of their performance overall this season?
1: Yeah, I, again, you know, there obviously things that we need to work on and we'll go back and figure those things out. But, um, you know, I coach a bunch of, you know, 17, 18 year old uh, young men and, and one young lady. And, and, um, you know, I, I would challenge anybody to to open a business and hire you know, 16, 17 year old boys and see how things go. You know, um, everybody, everybody grades us on, on, you know, the score of the game on a Friday night, but have no idea what our team goes through nor what the other team goes through, you know, Monday through Thursday and, and um, what coaches go through and all the time that the kids put in and and we put in. So never mad at kids. Uh, I will never tell you that um, kids or, or for, for sure, one individual lost a game for us. You know, we, we always say that We win games because we have great players and we lose games because coaches don't have kids prepared. So, um, like I said, we'll, we'll do our job as a coaching staff and, you know, we get to bring our JV kids up next week, which is nice. They get to see, you know, the speed of the game and, and hopefully, um, you know, we, we get a win and they get to keep practicing. And those are things that have helped build our program to the level that it is today.
0: I was on your athletic Facebook page just this morning and I saw that your JV and freshman teams were very successful this season. How thrilled are you to know that you've got a very talented group that's getting ready to come up for you guys next year?
1: Yeah, I'm Coach Wheeler, you know, as our head freshman coach. He's coached with me at, at uh, the varsity level and, and does a great job down there with the kids. And, you know, a lot of teams that we play don't have freshmen, so we have to go find games. So we played Midland High this year and Midland Dow this year and, and, and Milford, who's a Division II school. And, and um, we tied one of the Midland schools and beat the other one and beat You know, then they went 8 0 1, and we have six freshmen. Um, on the JV, you know, that aren't even on that team, and so, um, and then, and then, Coach Kowalski is my head JV coach, and he was uh, eight and one. His only loss was to Frankenmuth, and he was leading that game. Um, he was up fourteen nothing in that game, and, and lost twenty one to fourteen. So, um, we're, you know, very proud of our young men down there, and our varsity kids are the leaders of our program, and and they, um, you know, are, are the role models for for these young men in the weight room, and you know, in the off season, in the community, and things that they do, and so. Uh, our young guys are just, um, you know, following them and, and, and doing what the, the the teams in the past have done to keep our program rolling.
0: This is a bus ride that you're going to be taking home tonight, uh, all the way back to Freeland from Croslex. You guys are traveling from the Thumb. When you just take a second and look at the kids and get a second to enjoy this long ride home with them, you know that... For a lot of these guys, at some point at the end of this season, whether it be next week or into Ford Field on the final week of the season, this is going to be the last time that you get to ride that bus with them. How special are moments like that for you and your kids?
1: They're unbelievable. If you've never, you know, coached um, a a sport where um, I'm telling you like a grade level where it's going to ultimately end. I mean, I've coached middle school basketball and you know, you lose a seventh grade basketball game, they're going to get to play an eighth and ninth and 10th and 11th and 12th. Right. But when you lose that last game with a group of seniors that you've seen for the last four years, and I teach seventh grade. So I really know them for the last six years. Um, you know, it breaks your heart uh, to, to see that. So uh, anytime, um, you know, that I could get an extra week with these guys or, or two or three or four, um, it's very special. You know, for me, I got to enjoy that. As you know, with, with my sons, um, with Zach and Jack, um, when, when they played and obviously with, with Bryson and with Jackson Huckabee and Jack Dreyer and you know, all my, my neighbors and Ben Wellnitz and both Kowalski's boys. And those are all, you know, extensions of my family, as you well know. And, and, um you know, you just keep building relationships with these young men and hopes that, uh you know, you can be a role model for them and hopefully they want to come back. I mean, you know, we lost tonight to, to cross election and Michael grow their head coach played for me. So, um you know, he, he's doing amazing things and he does a lot of things that uh, he learned from our program as well from coach Clark's program over in Hemlock and, and that's all you're trying to do to these young men. And, and like you said, um, you know, 99% of them are not going to play football beyond this. And 100% of them are not going to play at the next level with the group of boys that are on this bus. And that's, that's kind of something that you'll never be able to replace. But, you know, as a, as a teacher, I, I, I say to my colleagues, you know, I, I've never woke up on a Friday morning sick to my stomach, um, because a, a kid's going to fail my health test because if they fail my health test, I can give it to them again on Monday and fix what I didn't do. Right. But You know, when you fail a kid tonight, I don't get to go to Coach LeGro on Monday and see if he'll let us take the tests again. You know, that test is in the past, and we have to be resilient and figure out ways to get better. And, uh, you know, if we're unfortunate and we lose next week, kids will talk about these, the best ride and what high school sports are about.
0: This Sunday is the selection show. You've been a part of so many of these over the years. What is Selection Sunday like for you each year and uh, what are some of the rituals that you have involved with Selection Sunday when you find out who that opening round opponent in the districts is going to be?
1: Yeah so Selection Show for us is um we uh pub in town it's our local pub that everybody hangs out at and they actually close the pub um at uh, 3 30. They open the doors for us at four and we invite all the players and uh, all, all the varsity and all the jv players that'll currently be on the varsity team um come and we provide pizza and chicken strips and fries and, and all the stuff that they want to drink and um it's all, all free for them provided them and we watch the show all the parents can come and have dinner and so it's just a huge um like a big banquet if you will you know and and it's pretty cool it's kind of like you would watch a, a national championship um ncaa tournament i guess selection show and you know everybody gets quiet when division four comes up and when they uh, announce our team uh, that we're playing, the place erupts, no matter who it is. And, um, you know, we kids kind of uh, disperse and coaches gather and go back to the locker room and ends up being a really long night. But, uh, you know, it's, it's special. It's it's super cool to be able to experience it and see the faces on the kids. And especially the young ones that haven't got a chance to experience this. And, and uh, even to the seniors that, you know, this is their last uh, selection show. So it's a pretty cool um, ritual for us.
0: I hope you guys have a wonderful night on Sunday. That sounds like a lot of fun. It's one tremendous way that you can bring the community together and just have a great evening as you get ready to start the playoffs. For a lot of these guys, like you said, it's the end of the journey. But it is one last chance to celebrate with the team and have a great evening together. As far as the game itself goes... Uh, how are you guys doing with injuries and are there any concerns in that regard as you get ready to prepare for next week?
1: Um, we had, a, we had a, a cramping issue with one young man. He came off. Otherwise, everybody else is, is good. Obviously, they'll have some scrapes and bruises, smileys, and they'll take some ice baths and, and uh, they'll be ready to roll on Monday.
0: Good. I'm glad everybody's healthy and everybody's ready to go. What would you say your main focus for your guys will be all throughout this next week as you prepare for round one of the districts?
1: You no, know, it really just depends on who we get, right? I mean, the thing with it is our offense is what our offense is and kind of not to deviate from that. And, and like so we did, I thought we, we played well offensively tonight. We had some, some things that we left out there on the field, but um, I know Coach Chacon is is upset, um, you know, with how his defense played. He never wants to give up, those, you know, the 40, 41 points. And, and we struggled to stop um, Croswell many times, and he knows that, and, and, and he will he'll go back to work, I promise you, harder than anybody else on our staff will. And, uh, and he'll get these boys ready. Kevin
0: Townsend, thank you so much for making the time this week. He yes, is Kevin Townsend, the head football coach of the Freeland Falcons. Freeland came up short tonight, 41-34 against Croslex on the road this evening, but they will be in action next week. So we'll be talking to you next week, Kevin. I'm looking forward to seeing who your opponent's going to be. And I am certainly looking forward to talking to you guys next week and talking about the Falcons as you attempt to make it back to the state semifinals for a third season in a row. I know it's a gradual step process, but I'm sure that's something you guys are definitely hoping for at least, and maybe taking that next step too.
1: Yes, sir. One game at a time. So we're excited to see who we get on Sunday and we'll take it from there.
0: All the best. Thank you so much, Kevin. I appreciate it. Want to hear more about the Freeland Falcons? Then head to my website, aduffsaid.com. Kevin Townsend has been on my podcast, A Said, many times over the years. And you can hear all of those conversations by subscribing to A Said on the Podbean app, Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.